Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective, wondering why I didn't see fellow LACMA member Jesse Thorne at LACMA member yoga. Uh, you know they have LACMA yoga. I went to LACMA yoga. I did not yoga. No. Don't get me wrong, uh-huh. Jordan. They had LACMA yoga. There's a LACMA across the street from our office, but it's open from 11 to 3 Saturdays. Huh. And so I took my- well, That's kind of like prime museum time. Yeah. LACMA, of course, the Los Angeles County Museum of Art. It's not prime me being in my office time, though, which is so I always miss whatever show is going mm-hmm. on there. It's really one room in an elementary school, <laughs> uh, but it's run by LACMA. There's a Tamayo exhibit there. Like, there's a- millions of dollars worth of art in that one room in an elementary school. But uh, uh, my my son and I... My I son like the fact that there's maybe like stealth LACMAs around. Yeah. Like maybe there's just a Yoshinoya bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> like that... Uh, well, like that With, ele- well, there's like just that one museum. man... There's just one man ray in a Yoshinoya bathroom. That museum in New York that was in a cargo elevator for a while? Man. That might still exist. Anyway... Uh, I took my son. I took my son Oscar over there, and uh, we really had a hard time looking at the art because there were so many people doing yoga in there. Yeah, well, why didn't get get down there, unroll the mat that I know you bring everywhere with you? Oh yeah, you know I roll with my mat all the time. You never know. Like a samurai, I got on my back so I can whip it out. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, I was one. I went to I went to la- my lacma yoga. Yeah, or the pro- you know the. More it's standard, widely known. It's standard LACMA. Standard LACMA yoga. You got easy access and to I know LACMA yoga. You live right in the middle of Los Angeles, just where LACMA sure, is. Sure, yeah. And I was, you know, it was a members only thing. Oh, I yeah. I was sure that all the members were going to be there, but I didn't see you, and I was <laughs> I was disappointed. I'm sorry. What what kind of poses did you do? Well. Have any favorites? Well, here's the thing. Uh-huh. They gave them cute names. Oh. Cute LA-themed names. So warrior pose. Was rideshare driver. Oh! Wow. And plank pose was off ramp. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. You missed if out, only... my friend. You missed out, my friend, on a lot of it, uh, it, traffic humor. If only whoever wrote those zings had been working on the Bloomberg campaign. I know. Our boy would still be in, right? (laughs) That's our man. (laughs) Mikey B. He could still surprise you. But those Mike Bloomberg Air Force Ones. Um, I saw those in a magazine. Freaked me out, honestly. Is that real? Yeah, that's absolutely real. Uh, Yoga at an art museum is also real. Wait, hold on. I want to talk about also real. This morning at the flea market, I saw a group of uh, like teens, like older teens, Mm -hmm. younger 20 somethings, maybe like 19 year olds or 20 year olds. Uh, there was a group of five of them. They were all wearing white Air Force Ones. Hmm. All five of them, boys and girls, the whole gang, all in Air Force Ones. Maybe it was just like a, like a cool cult or something. Oh, it was probably like a, a teen cool cult. teen cult. You know those yeah. teens. <laughs> teen cult. Interesting thing about yoga at an art museum. Yeah, it is combining the yoga and being at an art museum. It is combining the two instances. In which you are most concerned you might fart. <laughs> it is doubling up on fart anxiety. Yeah. Look at that in Chili Restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, 
It's understood in a chili restaurant. <laughs> That's if part of the ambiance. If you're there at Chili John's and you uh-huh. let one rip, uh-huh. people aren't going to say anything. It's Chili John's, baby. People just go, chili, chili, chili. <laughs> right. Should we introduce our guests on I the program? I would love to. Uh, chili, guests... chili John. First of all, from uh, the smash hit Max Fun Simpsons podcast, Round Springfield, Julia Prescott. Hi, hey, Julia. Hello. And guess what? We're doubling up this week because Max Fun drives right around the corner, which we're getting ultra Max Funny uh, from Who Shot Ya? Ify Wajway. Hey, how's it going? I shot you. you Ify, you, you're a sneakerman. You're wearing some golden, golden sneakers right oh, now. Yeah, these are right the now. Chinese New Year 2018 uh, Jays. Uh, say the sevens uh yeah I, I, i'm off on my numbers because i typically focus on the ones which are the high tops people normally like the 11s which are kind of the space jammy like the mm-hmm. black patent leather joints and the fives which are the ones that look like when you say high top sneaker that's what you think of so anything in between those i really relatively don't usually buy them but this one was like a fancy one and this is this it was a journey uh, and when you say j that's <laughs> that stands for jack off oh uh, yeah yeah uh air jack offs uh, just, just really you know for you know the uh, everyone uh, knows that famous silhouette yeah, yeah. Men's fashion is so weird yeah, yeah. you know just, just yeah. it's so horny i'm athletic at it yeah uh, i gotta get the athleisure any <laughs> any air one because i was thinking about this when i was at the flea market because when i go to the the this week was the rose bowl flea market mm-hmm. which in the rose bowl flea market in addition to regular it has three sections it has Swap meat bullshit. Mm-hmm. Your your weathered wood wind chime maker. Yeah. Your person who sands the who repaints furniture and then sands the corners a little bit. Mm-hmm. Pack of tube socks. A uh, pack of tube socks. That's good. That's uh, a good one. As seen on TV products. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably like a, a little fish bowl with a baby turtle in it. Yeah. I don't know. Like... Are we also talking like succulents in interesting packages? Yes. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So that's I'm one familiar. section. That's the one I've I've I don't visit that part. Uh, there's like an antiques and collectibles area, and then there's a big vintage clothing area, which is a gathering place for vintage clothing enthusiasts and dealers from all over the world. A lot of Japanese people there. Um, uh, and people come from New York to once a month to go do the Rose Bowl flea market. And because of that, Rose Bowl, like the normal flea market chic, involves a lot of – I would say the highest level of flea market chic is people who are really living the lifestyle that I aspire to, which is just clothing with too many pockets on it that they ordered out of the back of the Atlantic or Harper's. <laughs> Uh, like, uh, and it's, and it's, uh, like the pockets have zippers to prevent foreign pickpockets from stealing your right, money. Right, right, uh, Because you love travel. You yeah. You love yes. travel. <laughs> you consider yourself a citizen of the world. Like mm-hmm. a lot of those kind of shirts that have like a shoulder flap, mm-hmm. you know, like a flap right. that goes down over the shoulder. Uh, and if you try to unbutton it, just cleanly rips off. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've exactly. been those. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of thing on, on 57 year old men. But then there's a lot of these – there's a lot of cool teens and 20-year-olds whose aesthetic is so foreign to me 
And it's one step removed. I was, I'm glad Iffy's here because I was thinking of him this morning <laughs> as I was at the thing. Because Iffy's a real streetwear dorkus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Iffy. Which is a, the first name that yeah. you should be proud of. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I like it better, honestly, dorkus. than Hype Beast. <laughs> <laughs> so, like. I've yet to get a nickname this hour, and I'd like one by the end. Okay. Iffy is. But Iffy. Iffy's a streetwear dorkus, and you're a regular dorkus. <laughs> Okay, well, I would expect a little bit more creativity, but I guess beggars can't be choosers. And you're correct. <laughs> Standard Dorcas. Yeah. You can be a Doc Martens Dorcas. Oh, Dr. Dorcas. <laughs> Oil resistant. Mm, yeah. I like it. Okay, I'll take it. But if he is, a, if he is from the part of the street where I didn't world... go to eight years of Dorcas medical school, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. If he is Mr. part Dorcas. of the street where world where people dress like, um, like sharp... Like it's a, a lot of color coordination, oh, yeah. a lot of uh, f- fancy, complicated sneakers, mm-hmm. a lot of big colors. And I've seen Iffy once in a while in like uh, in like some retro '90s kind of color block looks, but n- always always a sharp, put together look. Uh, and there's this other part of streetwear that is sort of like a descendant of normcore from five years ago, where you just dress. Like a dirt bag from UC Santa Cruz <laughs> in 2001, but like also all your clothes are kind of the same color. Yeah. Like all, they're all, I think it sort of also goes back to when Kanye West made an yeah, entire collection sure. of clothes beige, that were all yeah, beige. Yeah. 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 Beige disc golf enthusiasts. Yeah. There's sure. like, I have seen relatively little like khaki and beige colors, but I've seen a lot of like, uh, like washed out, super washed out blue or dirty white. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the other end of the streetwear spectrum. See, I'm riding the middle, but if anything, I'm going towards the I don't know if you've seen these guys, but the ones that look more like anime characters, like that's <laughs> the way like, when you see me with those, like extra straps and buckles yeah. on my pants, that's where I'm going. They're always and powering <laughs> up for some yeah. reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they always like for some reason want to put a glow effect around them on their phone. like that's sure. the lane I want to be in. These guys, <laughs> they're they're dorks. I hate them every time because it is weird like because I I do go to a lot of streetwear Dorcas events because uh-huh. uh, what, I, what's an example of that when you say do- streetwear Dorcas events oh you, look I, I'm so excited to talk about this I went Sneak, to comp yeah. sneaker con you go to sneaker con I missed sneaker con because I was doing uh, a festival with white women but I went to white women yeah my my comedy group white women oh gotcha. uh, not the the group of women who yeah. happen to be white uh, but you do, do, People you would do be go none to, the wiser, you, though. Yeah. <laughs> you do go to a lot of goop retreats. Yeah, though. yeah. I, mean, I know. <laughs> I've had cruise. to stop yeah. uh, this in 2020. I'm trying to be on the Antonio Brown uh, No White Women 2020 plan, oh. uh, but that's not really working out as a black man in uh, comedy. Uh, <laughs> but, 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 yeah. So the, I went to Complex Con, and it's and it was in Long Beach in the Long Beach Convention Center, and I. I, it was my first Complex Con, but I did the show for Twitch called Fresh Stock, where it was like a sneaker talk show. And so we were supposed to walk around the floor and check it out. And it's literally like a more expensive mall. <laughs> like you, you, yeah. like imagine like because you know when you go to like Comic Con, you have people, you know, buying comics, but then you also have people meeting creators, and you have people, you know, uh, trying to get uh, into panels. Imagine like the 
like capitalism side of Comic-Con is way more heavier. Like there's way more lines to try and buy the exclusive things. People are flipping things. I waited too long in a line to buy these like Kyrie Irving shoes from Sneaker Room. And he had three pairs. And I'll, I'll always remember the amount of pairs because it all had a story to it. Because it was dedicated to his mom. They had roses and it said, I love mom because his mom died. And you, and, uh, everyone has always known, you love Kyrie Irving's mom. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't even Ky- Kyrie Irving's mom. It was the owner of the sneaker room, this like oh, third-party wow. sneaker. And he made these custom versions. And it was uh, – it was uh, 256 pairs because uh, – I forget the numbers. I lied. I thought I knew. But all the numbers were significant to date. So like the one exclusive pair, the black ones, I think there were only 56 because that's how old her uh, – knows more than that because 56 is pretty young. Uh, but that's – the first one was how old his mom was when she died, the date when uh, she had her son, and then the last one was like a large number. And – the one like sh- small order pair was like a grand, and then the middle pair that was rare, uh, that was red, was like normal price. And but there were a few, and then the last one there was a whole bunch that was white. I got the white ones. But the thing about sneakers is you never know how much it's going to resell for. Like you're playing a guessing yeah. game, but it's mm. all different factors. But the the fact of the matter is this, and this is funny, and I stick to this. People might be like, "That's not true," but it's so true. So the one black pair, the most exclusive limited one, went for $1,000. And my theory is the reason that the resale stayed so low is because people used mom's credit card to buy the $1,000 pair. So they had to flip it immediately. And a lot of times if you want to make money with sneakers, you have to hold it for a bit. Like mine's I bought for 100 and something. I was able to sell it for 350 But the reds were going for a bit more, like 500 Uh My friend Dallas Penn uh, – is like an old-timey streetwear guy. He was in a gang, a a real gang. I mean, a New York gang, so they were more robbing than murdering. Yeah. Oh, that's good. But uh, but he was in it. He was in... uh, uh, How how many many robberies (laughs) for every murder, would you say? (laughs) Three to one? Four to one? I don't... I met... I mean, when Bloomberg was in office, we'll get started. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's our boy. That's our boy. Every time we mention our boy, Brian rings the bell. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> he can still surprise you. Yeah, uh, my so he was in, he, <laughs> he's he's from New York. He was in this gang called the Decepts for Decepticons. So this is like the late eighties. Okay, and he and his he and his buddies. I, think I know would, who their mortal enemies are. Yeah, he and his buddies <laughs> would rob Macy's for polo. Like they were all about all polo, everything a polo, 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 polo. And he is now like he's I guess I guess he's about fifty ish. Dallas is and like. He is like the old man king of sneaker dorks and like his – I follow his Instagram. His Instagram is like bananas with these sneaker people. But one of the things that I I thought was a true triumph of sneakering was he had on his Instagram a picture from him going to a sneaker con in New York. And it was a huge thing. You know, you could see it was like a whole convention center, thousands of people or whatever, right? And Dallas had like broken his ankle or something. I can't remember what he broke, but he messed up his leg. So he was on crutches. So he was wearing uh, Jordans on his feet. I mean, his, one of his feet was in a boot or something. But he was wearing Jordans and then he had baby Jordans on his crutches. All right. That matched the sure. Jordans okay. that he was wearing on his feet. And I was like, you know what, Dallas? 
Hat tip to you, my friend. <laughs> That's well, well played, well managed. Out of lemons. But this is the thing that I saw at the flea market today besides the set of teens all wearing Air Force Ones, which they like lows, by the way. They look like low-top Air Force Ones. Mm-hmm. And it goes with every outfit that just is like Office Dad 1997, which is a big aesthetic right now. But I saw a real Office Dad from 1997. Now, in his late 50s, is would be my guess. He was walking away from me. He was wearing... What they call a dad cap, which is to say a, a, an unstructured cotton cap. Right. And it had a Velcro strap. And then on the Velcro strap, he was, again, walking away from me, so I had a full view of this, was a pager in a leather plager, pa- pager container, pleather pager container, pleather pager container, what to do today, to die today. Red leather, red yellow leather. A pleather pager container attached to the strap of his baseball cap. Amazing. The clip was on the strap of his baseball cap. And this was not a man. This was not a man <laughs> with an ironic pager. He must have been an ER doctor. Who else has still has a pager in 2020? Like... Uh, someone who has a weird government contract of some kind An that American requires hero. it could be a real life, uh, a real life Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. or he's trying to stay off the grid. Maybe he needs a burner. <laughs> well, yeah. Maybe it's Doctor Dorcas. I'm listening. I got a comic book stuck in my brain, Doctor Dorcas. Uh, but it was it was a truly it was a truly magical sight. This That's man great. with his pager attached to the back of his head on the strap of his baseball cap. And I thought, this is some shit. Iffy, you got you get some shows. You got Twitch shows and shit. Let's get this going. Let's oh, make yeah. this happen. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to wear the cap backwards <laughs> sure. so people can see the page on camera. Oh, I thought you were pitching to find this man, like no, no. searching for Sugarman. <laughs> no. Look, Before I, I stream Overwatch, stuff. I just want to plead to my watchers. <laughs> I, have a, I have a menswear we'll empire. Get, we'll get right. to Overwatch in just a second. I can do a little bit, but it, it's only going to be so effective with my community of uh Men who argue about whether or not sport coats should have darts. Right. Uh, so I'm going to need Iffy to put it on Twitch, which is where teens live. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think between the two of us, and Julia, if you could tell fellow Sky enthusiasts about yeah, it. Yeah, they're teens. Yeah. <laughs> they never Boy. grew out of being 13. Jordan, if you could get your swim team on board. <laughs> no, sure, pager in the pool. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, stuff it down the front of your trunks. It'll make it look like you have a giant weird dick. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Sure. Yeah. Fun. I don't think you'll have to to badger the ska community too hard no. to do something, to wear like an ironic piece of clothing. No, no, no. no. They are looking for a mission at any time. Sure. They yeah. are a theater troupe without a production. <laughs> <laughs> or a flash mob with no ideas. Ooh. Ooh, dancing in the streets already taken. Oh, boy. Uh, what are we going to do? Julia, if you do, have you two ever had a pager in your life? No. No, the closest I got was two ways uh two way pagers were popping when we were in middle school mm-hmm. and my uh like my my stepsister got her now looking back on it boyfriend who was way too old uh, to buy her <laughs> a two way pager and I was so jealous cuz I wanted one. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is the dream. What what kind did she get that uh what did the she get? It was, one? it was yeah, exactly. <gasps> it was that classic it's aesthetic of the like <laughs> clear see-through plastic and she would just be on it and I'd want it so bad. 
That's the dream lifestyle. What about you, Julia? No, I was too young for it and uh, was raised by a single mom who was like, please. Um, And so I actually had to wait until high school to get the brick Nokia phone. Mm. Um, But once I got it in my hands, baby, it was snake two all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And freaking out about text message rates. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Those days. Pagers are, were... An important technology for first responders. Yes. Uh, but otherwise, we're very terrible technology. I mean, they were better than not having pagers. Like, uh, yes. if you needed to be reached. And My- if you wanted to just text someone... Boobs. boobs. That's sure. good. That's yeah. a, it's a fun yeah, way to. Yeah, we did to... that with calculators. You know, yeah, we did sure. the boobless thing. Mm-hmm. One four mm-hmm. three one eight seven. Oh yeah, we they, all know. You got to have. You got to have a code. You got to have your pager code to identify who's calling, who's paging. <laughs> sure. Got to have that code in there. Yeah. yeah, I got a pager in eighth grade, Ooh. which mm. was the only time I ever in childhood had a technology thing that my that my peers wanted. And didn't have like my my friends all had Sega Genesis is four years before I saved up birthday money over four years to buy one for myself and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I do you know computers and all these kinds of things were things that my peers had better versions of than me universally or that I my parents couldn't afford. But I would I took the in middle school I took the regular I took the BART the subway to school. Uh, and so by myself. So my mom wanted to be able to reach me, but my dad thought it would make me look like a drug dealer. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, so he wasn't sure about it. He was he was somewhat opposed to it. He thought I would get jumped for being a drug dealer and looking like I had money on me. <laughs> yeah, without looking at your face, which I'm sure did not project <laughs> yeah. drug Yeah, did dealer. he take into account every other thing about you? Yeah, I truly. <laughs> I was Wait pretty gully at the time, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, we, mentioned, uh, we mentioned standing in line. Yes. For sneakers. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is there, And it reminded me of something that I I've been wanting to bring up on the show. A um, few months back, um, I told a now classic Jordan Jesse Go story mm-hmm. about um, uh, going to Universal Studios and riding the Jurassic Park ride via the solo rider line. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people said that was brave and inspirational. I haven't said that. <laughs> right. No, others... it's not something that you would say about yourself. No, others have. In the community, I've seen right. a lot of people printing, like transcribing it, printing it out, mm-hmm. gilding sure. the printout. <laughs> um, I think I think having having printing it out, then right. giving it to a monk mm-hmm. uh, to transcribe to to transliterate and illuminate. So they will be adding gold right. leaf. Sure. They will be adding beautiful gothic text. The and carbon so on. footprint of your courage and bravery mm-hmm. has outstretched the globe. <laughs> that's, <laughs> no, that's true. But I hey. do have a reusable coffee mug. So that's great. Yeah. That's and a lot really of people great. are saying that's brave. A you lot of people brave. are saying that, that is brave. Jordan? I'm not saying it. You bring that into a we work your hero. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm getting you for your birthday? Hmm. A pager, because just like a first responder, you're a real hero. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I so I told this story about going on the in the solo rider line, to, going by myself to an amusement park to ride the Jurassic Park ride, and you know, amongst all the people saying that it was brave and it was inspirational, again, I haven't said that. I would never say that, but people <laughs> were saying right. that. Uh, people were telling me 
that it reminded it reminded them of the of the antics of Julia Prescott, <laughs> who is famous for solo Ooh, theme park antics. attendance. I am. You've even gone viral for solo theme I park have. attendance. I have, and it has. In a way, ruined uh, any kind of mention. Like every time I've I've gone to Disneyland and Universal alone since, and now I feel self conscious broadcasting it in any way. Mm. This is the prison I've created for sure, myself. Sure, <laughs> but yeah, I went viral um, uh, on a day where I got rejected from a writing job, um, and it hurt especially because I was told, and I've been told this many times. Maybe, it was the life story of the. Uh, guy from the Mighty Mighty Bostones who yes. just dances. Uh, yes. <laughs> You're like, I'm the one to tell this story. I know. I was there. I taught him the moves. <laughs> I know Dickie Barrett. Um, no. <laughs> it. Uh, I had been told I was a close second mm. um, and sure. cried in the Glendale Galleria and then decided I was going to go to Disneyland alone. Mm. Um, so I did that and then I live tweeted um, my journey. And then while... I was at Disneyland alone. I got rejected from a second thing I didn't see coming. And that's when the day took a turn. (laughs) And and I was where were you in Disneyland when you got that second email? Where were you? I had I just walked into California Adventure and I was on like their nineteen twenties Main Street and I got a devastating email. (laughs) And then I immediately took a selfie because it the day immediately got absurd. Sure. And um, I love that selfie because you can see in the background a woman really giving me the stink eye for even living. <laughs> and so all of it is captured. And then I remembered that you can drink in California Adventure. Um, so I did that. Ooh. And so had a good time by myself. When you're when you're looking to to drown your sorrows in yeah. California adventure. What what are the alcohol options available to you? Oh man, there are so many and if you can uh catch them during their made up bullshit food and wine festival <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be going on 6 months out of the year. Um they have so many options just they hand you little cups of wine. Um but you could go if you're in that main 1920s area, there's a very nice uh restaurant called the Carthay Circle restaurant that you can go and imbibe in their their um, bar, but I I wasn't fancy like that. So um, you can go to the boardwalk and get uh, like a beer or a margarita and just like you know have yourself a good old fashioned good time. Sure. And but there's you, a boardwalk. Yeah, there's yeah. a boardwalk. There's a whole part that you're from Bay Area. They they try to emulate yeah. the Bay Area there, and so you can go on and, the boardwalk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they've got like a whole. It's um like. Is a, there a beach? Is it like Santa Cruz themed? I mean, kind of. Is there's Pixar no Pier? beach. Pixar Pier. Pixar Pier. Pixar now. Pier. Yeah. 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 I think um, it, you, I think back when California Adventure was supposed to be, yeah. you know, a trip through California. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because that's where you used to be able to see a world of color. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I, what was that? It? <laughs> a world of color. <laughs> That's good. That's really yeah. good. Where did Iffy go and oh. how did Eldebarge get in here? <laughs> While you were doing that, Brian was outside the booth and he had one headphone on. And when you did that, he just gave a thumbs up. <laughs> it's a hit. Yeah. let's. Mr. Uh, Barry Gordy, I think we got to sign those checks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember that was a big thing was that because so I was a cast member and then I was oh, dating. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I was 
dating a uh, uh, like one of the plaids, which is the uh, hold on. What, I, that was a job I always wanted. We need yeah. more information. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you're a Disney employee, even if yeah. you work at like the Disney store in the mall, yes. you are a cast member, yes. right? Yes. Like yes. you're not an employee. You're not oh, yeah. a. I will say I was a cast member too. What? Oh, yeah. I was a cast member. I went to Chapman University. It was a requirement to oh, graduate, wow. pretty much. <laughs> um, and I worked in the Rainforest Cafe gift shop. So I was a safari guide in oh. downtown Disney, but I still had to go to the orientation for mm-hmm. all of the parks. And I was actually a little bummed because I wanted to either be a plaid or um, a jungle cruise skipper, obviously. Yeah, sure. Um, but they don't even audition them. So that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. We don't need to get into it. <laughs> I'm not bitter about it. It's not like I have an idea for a documentary where I go do that for a month. It's just like we can talk about it later. I wanted to be a jet because <laughs> once you're a jet, you sure. know, I mean, yeah, you're, yeah. you're a jet yeah. all the way. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's stability. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan was a, a Decepticon. Right, right, Decepticon. right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, there was the, yeah, and there was the whole hierarchy. I, you know, I talked about this before, but yeah, like if you were just like a regular CMA cast member, like you doing ride operations mm-hmm. or food, it's like whatever. But then after like the ranking went there, then you had like the supervisors, then you had the characters. Like if you, if you like the top of the cream of the crop was a princess. If you were a princess and oh, people okay. would go, if like a princess talked to them right and then um but like yeah if you were a plaid or one of the audition roles like interventions you were also up there and then it just were hierarchy so there was that huge hierarchy so it was like wait high- so high on the list was interventions just like somebody well, that rides to, a segway in a circle <laughs> well because also it's like it was it's both based on like how cool your job was and also how much money you made mm-hmm. and since you auditioned mm-hmm. for interventions you made more money and auditioning so. I think puts you up to a top tier yeah yeah um but so there was this huge hierarchy and then like the managers would wear these black trench coats you remember and they would mob out and so like there was this like (laughs) stone-faced hierarchy and then i got hired for the la county register recorder started making salary and that hierarchy just crumbled right in front of me because it's like no i make big boy money now i don't (laughs) care about any of this (laughs) so what's a plaid when you i don't guess i don't know that tour guide yeah so if you ever see like celebrities that go to the park they hire a plaid and it costs mm-hmm. like I think it changes yeah. per what you want for them like for the day um, but it's like a couple grand yeah. just like minimum but they get you um, fast passes for all the rides that you want to mm-hmm. go to and they guide you around the park oh, and yeah. you know sneak you around if you're uh, a known entity yeah. oh sure <laughs> yeah like the way you know other cast members would tell how famous someone was if you couldn't see them is how many plaids they had because like you know if you're like if you're just somebody with a lot of money you'll have one but if you're like a celebrity you'll have two or more, mm-hmm. uh, so it was like really cool. If you, how many would uh, like DeBarge from El DeBarge have? <laughs> I think he'd get five. Yeah, that's a five plaid. That's a five plaid. That's a five plaid. Just all around yeah. him like a circle, so nobody yeah, yeah. can get him. Step away from DeBarge. <laughs> he just wants to ride Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was a big thing that transitioned from like California to like old California, and it was like the Carthay Circle because uh, the big thing was like that's where Disney first came when he was in right, L.A. I and uh, sure. like I remember back then I was thinking it was so cool, but now that I live in L.A., I was like, oh, you could just drive here and not pay Disney prices for food and drink. <laughs> like, this is the real thing. I want to say something really quick about going to Disneyland alone that has like opened up my experience of Disneyland. And I've been going my whole life because I grew up out here. And um, full disclosure, my mom's always worked for the Disney company. Mm. So, um, you know, she was a single mom with two kids 
didn't have any money, but Disneyland was free. So we got to go all the time because of that. Um, but I, when I started going alone, because I was freelancing more and whatever, um, I the moment I popped in either a podcast or music and walked around the park by myself, oh my God. <laughs> it just elevated it to a point of like just not even being aware of the families crumbling yeah. around you and like listening to... <laughs> Uh, really anything like the the worst podcast would be oh, delightful yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if I can ride that, I don't know if anyone in here has gotten the airpod pro, mm, but no. I was on a mission to get it the other day because I forgot my beats pro, and I was like, I should have two anyway, I should have my everyday yeah, yeah. you're gonna need yeah, airpods yeah. pro yeah. and beats pro yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so you're like, not a fucking amateur <laughs> no. but I park at the Glendale Gallery, walk through loud as Glendale Gallery, which we have to revisit because guys. I'm re- have to pause this. <laughs> Both of you have brought up the Glendale, Glendale Galleria. Have you not listened to Jordan Jesse go? We talk about the Grove. <laughs> I am clearly Americana, How? a Glendale Galleria oh, partisan. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. There's some I, outdoor mall biases coming yes. out. Yeah, and I will say because there's that one Americana memes uh, Twitter, it and is, I'm like, yeah. actually, it's classist. The Glendale Galleria slaps harder, and it's for the people. I am so wow. glad. Listen, I am so glad you brought up wow. the American. Kind of memes Twitter yeah. account because listen, all respect to them and what they do for the community, but I have unfollowed because their hatred, and I will call it hatred, sure. to the Glendale Gallery, which is right. a goddamn institution. You gotta understand, I had a single mom, but I also had a weekend dad, all right? <laughs> and the Glendale Gallery is a weekend dad's paradise, okay? Wow. Can and I just say. The- one time my Microsoft Surface stopped working. It was three years old. I went to the Glendale Galleria that has a Microsoft counter, and they were like, well, we can just give you another one. <laughs> That's a great plus for it's the Glendale for the Galleria. Yeah. Also, I'm now kind of taken aback because I see that I am following in the footsteps of your own weekend dad <laughs> taking it my is, daughter it to is the something, It is something to be proud of. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Some of my favorite childhood memories was just me, my dad, and my sister, my dad going, you want to go window shopping? And I was like, fuck, yeah, we do. And you got to understand, too, at the time, there you was the You want to smell the Auntie Anne stand? I want to smell the Auntie Anne stand. You can have a nice smell. Yeah, yeah. go through, uh, was it Suncoast Video and just, like, mm, browse sure, and yeah. not buy? Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's this CD so is twenty two ninety nine. It must be really good. <laughs> I love it now. I write in malls. I love it. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't even do the guilty dad thing of buying Naomi things because she's such a pure child of where, like, I took her to a Barnes and Noble. I was like, get it, whatever you want, whatever. And she was, she like looked at the book in the store. She was like, okay, no, I don't want it, Dad. And Perfect. I was like, oh, look, Dad's a writer. Next year, I may not, you might not be able to get any books. <laughs> Dad, get, get the Dad is working now. Dad's working now. And we got to see how it's done. It'll... Naomi, get yourself some French GQs while you still can. Go to the doctor a lot. Go to the doctor a lot now. Please. Because Dad has health insurance points. Have you seen Have you seen that stand at the Glendale Gallery? And maybe they have this at other malls where you can get an image printed on a plaque of wood. Like oh, yeah. a little thing. I did that for I did you that know, for my uh, uh, story about going to the uh, Universal Studios <laughs> alone. And a lot a, a lot of people are saying that's how they like to read it the best. No. I'm not. I haven't said that. A lot of people are saying that. No. Um, uh, you guys know Brennan McGowan? Comedian, uh, writer extraordinaire. No, sounds great. Super funny. Follow him on Twitter. I don't um, like but... the sound of him. 
he uh, is obsessed with the movie Gotti, as we all were when it came out. And so, um, Got for his the John Travolta, John, John Gotti bio. Yes, John Gotti we biopic. all are obsessed oh, yeah. with Gotti. <laughs> and um, for his birthday, uh, we were my husband Mike and I were walking around the Glendale Galleria, and then we we were trying to find a gift for him and trying to figure out something fun and creative. And then we turned a corner and saw the print and image on a wood plaque. And so we got the idea to just print Gotti lives in like mm. the most horrendous font. Ugh. And it was, oh, I mean, I think it's on his mantle. It, it just yeah. is a pr- prize he'll treasure forever. The For people who don't live in Southern California, the Americana at brand is a lot like... Is a Paris, lo- France, <laughs> is a, is a what lot. heaven is described like in the Bible <laughs> is a I lot like the Grove. They're both developed by the same yeah. mega developer, who's one of the richest people in Los Angeles. His you name's can, Rick Caruso. Yeah, I was going to say Caruso. S- some talk about that he may run for mayor, uh, but anyway, these two are like uh, relatively high end outdoor malls uh so they have developed semi-public spaces and they also rick caruso is obsessed with streetcars so they both have yeah. streetcars yeah uh that take they take trolleys. you the, oh, yeah yeah trolleys that take you the two blocks from one end of the mall to the other the glendale galleria is in the same place <laughs> as the americana at brand it's across the street yeah. And it's a much more traditional 1989 mall experience. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's evolved over time. It has a Gold's Gym now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I work out in that Gold's Gym. And there's <laughs> nothing more awkward than coming out sweaty and in a stringer where my nipple is out. And to like <laughs> just people try, yeah, just trying to go to, to the mall. Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> a mom giving her daughter bad news yeah, yeah. at the Panera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, what's up? What's up? Is How that a doing? good place to get bad news? Yes. <laughs> Bad news. You're at a Panera. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. That <laughs> sandwich is going to cost 20 bucks. Oh. But what I did, what I was originally going to say is the noise cancellation mm. on the oh, iPad right, Pro. Right, right, right. I, like I, so I went through the Glendale Gallery, through the Americana, just loud. It really felt like a commercial because, like, I get it and I was like, I just need to put these on. And I popped them in and I forgot that they had the noise cancellation and it just went silent. Yeah. And I was like, oh. I can be in public now. Yeah. <laughs> I can be around people. It's a game changer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just seeing, like, the people, like, yelling at each other in an outdoor mall, and you're like, no, no. And yeah. also one other factor I wanted to say in the comparison between the Grove and the Americana is they Please. both have <laughs> let's, gi- let's get into this. Yeah. Gigantic cheesecake factories. They do. <laughs> they do. They, they like really just do. Just unnaturally large cheesecake factories. And right next to that, I, I feel like they both have Barnes and Nobles. Yep. Yeah. And and, yeah. and movie theaters within the same uh like distance of each other. But for some reason I just don't care for the Grove. Mm. Why is that, Julia? I, I think we've established. <laughs> I think we've established that you were a mall teen in your time. Yes, I was. Uh, teen, me too. Yeah, I was about to say, Ify, were were you a mall team? I I would go to the mall so early in the summer that I'd be waiting with the old people jogging to wait for <laughs> with the mall walkers. Yeah, yeah, the mall walkers to wait for Toon Planet to open so I can join the Yu Gi Oh tournament. Yes. At- <laughs> yes. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I, I was Downey. Uh, you know, uh, it's Stonewood Mall and Downey. 
Never uh, mm. let me down. <laughs> have you been? Have you been back to the Stonewood Mall? Oh yeah, Mall? it's horrible. I don't know what I saw in it. I was like, this is <laughs> bad. Like, I think you saw a little something called a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, because you know, there's the two mall types where it's like one full circle. <laughs> there's that Yu-Gi-Oh makes malls and Pokemon <laughs> malls. Well, yeah. yes. Okay, malls, please. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, uh, Digimon Farmers Markets. <laughs> I mean, that's a subsection. Yeah. yeah. If you want yeah. uh, farm to table Digimon, yes. yes. Yeah. They are the champions. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna presume that's a Digimon reference. <laughs> I also know Bakugan is something. <laughs> I know none of this. I'm enjoying myself. It's fun. Mm, it's so. fun. Listen, yeah. that's the yeah. show. Just say things. Yeah. Who cares? Well, I also want to say while we're on the Please, topic of yes. malls and theme parks to kind of bridge the two, um, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that. So I host a monthly Simpsons trivia show. Mm-hmm. Jordan's gone. Stonecutters L.A. All are welcome. We do it um, first Saturday of the month at the Lyric Hyperion Theater. It's a good time. Sometimes we'll have Simpsons people, guests, and whatever. Um, But uh, I will say, I think it's like for the last year and a half, I have um, developed the nickname uh, the Young Pope of City Walk. Because I believe (laughs) that Universal City Walk is LA's Vatican City, and I am its Young Pope. (laughs) Um, And so I just want to take this time to have a moment of silence um, for our fall and brother um the hard rock, the hard rock cafe, the hard rock closed, cafe is yeah. uh, no longer wow and uh just universal a, just a moment universal city walk for people who don't live in Southern California, <laughs> you know, is like a low rent downtown disney which is the thing oh that stretches it out from disneyland first, but yes uh, it stretches out from uh, Hydrox Universal was Studios. first. Oreo followed. <laughs> people, a lot of people don't know that. Hydrox was first. And where are they now? And there's <laughs> just uh, a lot of shifty looking teens there, yes. I would say. That's one of the top categories oh, yeah. of people. People who just wandered out of Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. That's a big category. People who are just trying to go to the movies. Yeah. And of course, John Lovitz, who's there to attend to his comedy club. <laughs> well, that close. Which is too. no longer yeah, there. Right. Uh, Saddle yeah. Ranch, too. I know, Ripperoni. but that that's been like just rotating out year <laughs> yeah. after year. Yeah. There was a there was a hot second in the in the John Lovitz <laughs> for brief. There was a John Lovitz comedy club at Universal City. Walk. I performed there. Okay, wow. Okay, <laughs> well, well. it was tropical themed. Yes, mm. there were lots of photos of John Lovitz in like a, an Aloha shirt, you know, on billboards where he clearly. Had a photo shoot, but no one did his makeup. <laughs> yeah, and there were props on stage. There was a like a pair of flip flops that looked like someone had just discarded them, and oh. um, there was a really terrible mural of a sunset and a whale like diving into the water behind you as you tried to do stand up. Right. Yeah. Um. So how do you not do like talking about the room in that situation? Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know what it is with valley comedy and wanting props on the stage. <laughs> well, like you go to flappers they have the whole like oh, bench know. and the light you know that's a club in burbank yeah, sorry. <laughs> if you don't live in Super southern california <laughs> <laughs> this is a regional interest podcast for a while for a while uh what else are we going to talk about yeah. coronavirus get out of here <laughs> for a time there was a the the kevin smith smodcast podcast network was based at the John Lovitz Comedy Club. Oh, oh right. that was so. That was what I for in its death throes. It was the John Lovitz Comedy Club 
and podcast theater. Oh, wow. And I wow. like the idea that they're like, this will save it. <laughs> they were yeah. like, wait, Jensen Carp did a podcast with Jesse Thorne and Bun B, and we didn't monetize it? <laughs> did that happen? Yeah, that happened one time there. Did you, at the City Walk? I did it at the, wow. at the John Lovitz Comedy. It's the only time I've ever been to Universal City Walk. Yeah. One time oh. I went there to go to the John Lovitz Comedy Club to do a podcast with Pastor and Jesse Go guest Jensen Carp, mm-hmm. uh, and Bun B called in. Oh, I love it! I was like, "This is great." You should go to City Walk more often. I'm yeah, I was gonna, gonna I was gonna yeah, creep in and say, re-visit. "Universal silently slaps." I think it slapped harder when you were able to get a year free with yes. the, the Coke can. Yes. Then they got the Harry Potter <laughs> line and got big they for got their cocky. bridges. They got yeah. cocky. There was um, so I grew up in North Hollywood, and there was one year where they just gave everybody in my area or in my zip code a free pass for a year. <laughs> and I only found out about it until a couple months later because my mom recycled it, and I was mad at her for like six months. <laughs> it was like an ongoing fight. I was like, I could be on Jurassic Park right now, Mom! Yeah. yeah. Uni- uh, Universal Studios of the you know of the of the theme parks or, you know it it has a weekend dad energy it has right. a love oh, me yeah. I'm sorry yeah. I don't what Listen, do you what do you want yeah people love Harry Potter town yeah I mean I think I do I I do think if I am with you and I do think it silently slaps yeah uh, I think that there's a lot of fun stuff at Universal. Wait, yeah. shh, shh. I think I heard it slapping. That <laughs> was it slapping. I can just make it out. Yeah, the yeah. sound of one uh, hand. Every time a theme park slaps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Hard Rock Cafe closes down. Oh, yeah. That's oh. surprisingly accurate. I have a. I don't know if I'm speaking out of school here. Um, I know this podcast has been a real excuse the pun roller coaster. Yeah. Um, and I know this is going to change the. Right. Timber of the show going forward, but I think I now it seems like the time to bring this up. Mm-hmm. If not now, when yeah. uh, I have a I have a, a a good friend. I won't I won't I won't say her name. Who is a Universal um, a tour guide? So you know she's kind of you know privy to all the kind of comings and goings mm-hmm. and the gossip and the. It's Dame Judy Dench. It's the yeah. <laughs> it's Dame Judy yeah. Dench. Good in everything, yeah. Yeah. even on the really Universal is. tram. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so I was talking to Jude, Judy. Mm-hmm. And um, hey and, Jude, hey Jude, said. hey Jude. I said, um, apparently, the Jimmy Buffett's Margarita Bill is not long for this <gasps> world. Wow, wow, yeah. That's, it's, it's you that's know, really I think it's sad. just it's not. People don't. People aren't. You know, attendance is not what they wanted. And also, I think there's a move for Universal to kind of brand everything with their properties. So I think you know between those two things, it is. Um, the secret life we of might, pets. See the secret life of pets. Yes, it's soon going to be the uh, secret life of pets boost cruise. Do you think that people who would have been the customers mm-hmm. figured out that they weren't in an airport? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think people were confused and they uh-huh. were looking for. I'm deeply saddened by this news. Yeah, yeah. because um, my husband Mike just celebrated his 40th birthday there. Wow! <laughs> and I'm not—it's the official restaurant of 40th. It birthdays. really is. Um, I'm not surprised by this news because we were the only ones yeah. in on Oof. a Friday night, and I w- wow. was actually just last night talking to somebody about the um, Universal City Walk Orlando and how sprawling it is, and how one time I saw a Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville employee on stilts who was lost. (laughs) (laughs) Where's my car? (laughs) You you truly haven't lived until you've seen something. 
someone <laughs> lost on stilts. I oh, just, no. They can't ask anyone for directions. Oh, just holding a cheeseburger looking for paradise. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's take a quick break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris Boy Detective. Julie Prescott, Dr. Dorcas. If you want to a divorce Gundam pilot. Ooh, damn, I, I wish saw... I went better than Dr. Dorcas. I saw that your social media was very Gundam heavy today. <laughs> <laughs> I only barely know what a Gundam is. <laughs> That's like a robo the Robotech, right? Yeah. That's Gundams. Yeah, Those yeah. are Gundams. It's more of an Evangelion, but yeah, sure. You... Okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what's a Robotech if it's not a Gundam? Well, the Robotech turns into jets, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's that's yeah. right. I had yeah. that Transformers that was just a Robotech. Yeah. The Gundams, they're just always humanoid giant robots, like an Evangelion. Like an Evangelion. Yeah. Uh... So I started watching. It's actually really good. Have you finished? I, boy, every, every, so I started, I <laughs> tried to get into Neon Genesis Evangelion probably five times yeah. in my life. It's like, all right, now's the time. I'm going to like it this time. Oh, boy, I can't wait to hear those constant locust noises. <laughs> and Is this a video game? Uh, this is a, like, a beloved anime series yeah. that I think is maybe, like, gotcha, gotcha. the, you know, uh, if you probably yeah, know more yeah. about it's, this it's than a I lot do, of, it's, it's on like, a lot of people's top ten lists. It, like, there was a divide. And I'm a I'm a put my put the line in the sand right here is when you were a kid a young kid in the anime you either watched DBZ and that sent you on your anime mm-hmm. path or Neon Genesis Evangelion gotcha. and I remember sitting I just started watching it last night and I was like oh I could see why a lot of people didn't get into this like this and also I could see why. All of the kids who got into this are pretentious dorks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go hey, beat up some neon boy. <laughs> Genesis Evangelion. Fans. Me, that might be the hottest take that's ever been on this show. <laughs> if he, what are your? T- are there? This is a question I I really wonder about a lot. Besides, like Grave of the Fireflies, what is an anime? Uh, someone who's curious about anime but is not into animes could watch and also that person is an adult uh i would go with one punch man one punch man yeah because it's a comedy anime that doesn't take itself too seriously and Mm. it like surrounds superheroes so it's a concept that you can grasp you know so you're like oh i get this this is a world if uh there were professional superheroes i just learned that there were animes about baseball players oh oh there's all so many sports anime there's i shield 21 which is a football one why do they all have these names (laughs) (laughs) why why is it there from another language <laughs> but like so is so are many popular books they don't have these crazy names yeah, yeah. it'd be weird yeah. if like the diary of Anne Frank was translated into like I Frank 27,000 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she was also a robot yeah but yeah no, there's a cooking anime Food Wars uh, there's like an anime of every anything you could think of that might be just a uh, ancillary hobby uh there's an anime about it. Oh, I would like to watch a philately anime. <laughs> All right, I'll get on it. I'll oh, talk to you. Gotta get that upside down airplane stamp. <laughs> yeah. Oh. 
But yeah, no. Uh, It'll it's give fun. you great power. I think One Punch Man's a good one. And even like you can try some of the American ones, like the Castlevania one, I think a lot of people would dig. Oh, I watched a couple yeah. of those Castlevanias. Yeah. I had a I had a hot second where I was real into the yeah. Castlevania timeline. <laughs> yeah. And it's the, the tragedy of the Belmont family. Yeah. Right, of course. Um and I am like, oh, there's a Castlevania show. I thought it was pretty good. And I am I am real like hot and cold yeah. on what anime I like. Yeah. I'm like, this looks really cool. And it's like oh, yeah. kind of funny and the jokes kind of work in it. Anyway, uh, I, I will probably finish it. Anyway. Ooh, yeah. New season started this weekend. Um, hey, uh, we're going to take some calls. Uh, but I think because we have, uh, you know, a huge uh, Max Fun hot box here, we should mention the Max Fun Drive Ooh. starts next week. Uh, well, that's the annual, let's say, let's call it a holiday. Yeah. A yeah. festival. Yeah. A festival uh, of lights. International yes. Women's Day can be a holiday. Then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at the holiday or anything. Uh, what yes. more can we give yes. those broads? <laughs> I don't. You. Se- I don't. Yeah, you already got a couple of Star Wars movies. What more do you want? <laughs> I don't yeah. celebrate International Women's Day. I drew the line at Arbor Day. Right, of course. Yeah, trees, yes, sure. but. <laughs> <laughs> That's a living organism. Yeah. Sure. I mean, and what is a woman but a really brave tree? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Really good. Bravo. A yeah. lot of people were saying that was yeah. very mm-hmm. brave. I'm mm-hmm. not saying deciduous or evergreen. <laughs> oh, <good>. I mean, <laughs> How, that's a whole other. Podcast. I think they're all beautiful. Uh, coniferous, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Baboom! Oh, look at the jugs on that tree. <laughs> Baboom! Uh, because yes, I because... can't wait for a forest fire so it can release it. <laughs> Only you can prevent oh, it. No. Am I right? <laughs> um. So, the Max Fun Drive is almost here. <laughs> uh, next every year, week. Every year we dedicate 11 days to listing all the things we know about trees. Yes. <laughs> all right. You can support this bad show <laughs> and other good shows. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, kind of, you know, there's, there's, there's special episodes. Uh, and if you donate, there's bonus content, cool prizes. Uh, we, for our bonus episode, recorded a Jordan Jesse Go drinking game uh, where we did not know the rules. Yeah. We had the listeners make the rules and send them to Brian. Brian put together a cheat sheet. He also brought in our business colleague, Daniel Baruella. Uh, and the two of them had bells and lists, and every time they heard us break one of the rules, they'd ring the bell, and we would have to drink. And Jordan and Ben Harrison from Greatest Generation were drinking tepid, tepid Bud Light seltzer. I'll go ahead and say they were hot. <laughs> <laughs> Tepid's generous. <clears throat> and Brian it made his first ever trip to a dispensary in his entire life. Uh, Brian is a non-drinker and a non-drug user. Uh, but he went because he's a professional. He went to a dispensary to buy me two marijuana sodas. Ooh. Oh yeah, those are really potent. Uh, sprigs. Uh, they were. I don't remember what kind were they. Not sprigs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one was. Uh, one was a hoppy soda. That was less gross than I expected. Okay. The second one. Uh, which I finished about half of. I drank about one and a half of these things. Mm. Uh, the second one was uh, root beer that was truly execrable. <laughs> it could not have tasted worse. Oh, it was wow. horrible. Oh. Uh, so, yeah. So, I think if you want to play along with the drinking game, Brian, will you post the rules to the drinking game somewhere for people to see? Yeah, we're going to post the, all the, the list of what we were working from. Awesome. So, yeah, please uh, please tag us on social media if you're getting fucked up to the <laughs> Jordan Jessica <laughs> drinking game. Uh, how about you? 
your guys' Max Fun Podcast? Do you guys uh, have special episodes, bonus content that people should check out? Yeah. Um, Ali Gertz and I, we recorded a special episode with um, Denise and Karma, who are behind the Twitter handle Simpsonsology. Mm-hmm. And they are both college professors who both individually and together, I think sometimes, I don't know, they wrote a couple books together uh, talking about The Simpsons through a very academic lens. And they teach college courses about The Simpsons. So we talked to them about that. That's what awesome. more could you want? Yeah, and great. Iffy, you yeah, just yeah. watched Cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah ours is, was not as intense. It's Dre, Alonzo, and I sit down with Joey Clift uh, to watch through the original, uh, the staged oh, video yeah. play and the uh, new reboot and uh, review them both and give our thoughts. Did uh, you go to the Rowdy screening? Oh, you know we went to the Rowdy <laughs> screening. I was, Rum Tum Tugger I mean, is my favorite. Jason yeah. Derulo killed it. He killed uh, it. He really I thought did. it was great. I cried in Cats. Yeah. I, that's not a Ooh, bit. I saw an opening weekend. I mean, obviously during memory. Oh, um, yeah. But I got a little weepy before that. It's interesting. I don't know if everyone in this room has seen Cats, the movie. I, um, I haven't seen Cats, so please, no spoilers. I, know, I'm so I understand this thing hinges entirely on plot. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh, the twists that this takes. I will, oh, it's a puzzle box. I will say. A taut t- puzzle box. I will say two things. Number one, nothing prepares you for the first time you see a cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. You think oh, yeah. you know and you truly don't. And secondly, um, another reason why I got weepy is that you, at least for me, I got consumed by the world of cats. I forgot oh, yeah. I was watching cats kind of ironically. I was very invested in Victoria the kitten's story and I mm-hmm. wanted her to befriend all of the cats she needed to befriend because that was the whole movie. Oh yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd give the same like pre-talk to someone seeing cats as I would uh, someone doing shrooms, which is like, don't fight <laughs> against with friends. Yeah, let this, you know, just let it take over. Spend just some just time enjoy the trip. Right. Like just sit there and enjoy yeah, it. Don't eat it and just have a, have a banana. Have some water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have and somebody if, take care of you. Designated. Yeah. And it's so strong. So sometimes just watch half the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just a little micro. Just a micro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. True. Two hours of the movie. After you watched Cats, you went over to the next camp camp and got your taint blasted. Isn't that right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, that was uh, okay. you know I uh, watched it nude. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go. No, don't. <laughs> There's more stories about my. <laughs> okay, I want to mention one other Please. Max Fun Drive thing. On the 27th, which is a Friday, from 4 to 6 Pacific, 7 to 9 Eastern, is the Max Fun Drive live grand finale show. Uh, this is always a great time. I'm going to be – are you guys – are all three of you going to yes, be there? Yes, I believe so. so. Yeah, so it's it's going to be a really great time. It will be live streaming at MaximumFun.org. And uh, Renee from Can I Pay Your Dog and I – uh, we'll be starting rehearsal this week on our musical number. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's I don't know if you've heard, there's a lot of buzz around Little Shop of Horrors lately. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's always buzz about it, especially the 1998 production at School of the Arts in San Francisco. Sure, a lot of people right, say that's the course. definitive production. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you had Nick Dote in there. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm a Dote devotee, so I, <laughs> sure. I was ecstatic when I sure. saw mm-hmm. um, um, and uh, so she and I are going to be doing one of the duets in the show. Mm. Uh, and I'm not going to reveal too much about it, but I will say that uh, our office manager, KT, 
uh, is uh, she's a bigwig in the Los Angeles roller derby community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Real shocking that our office right. manager would be into roller derby. KT's a bigwig in the roller derby de- uh, community, and she had she used a few of her roller derby connections because she had to get uh, a wig and a particular dress and some very large red heels. Great. I'm not going to reveal okay. anything else Ooh, about what's going to okay. happen at the Ooh. show, but uh, KT really came through. And I think it's going to be a great performance. I think it's going to be a great performance. Yeah. Wait. No. I think it's going to be a – I don't want to raise expectations. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to, a, a performance. performance. Yes. We all That's agree. Where they will, yes. Yes. Uh, uh, so watch that. Friday the 27th, the last day of the Max Fun Drive. But anyway, everybody should be a member. become a member of Max Fun. Yeah. It's yeah. a good time. You get some cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, when something momentous happens to you, like you become a member of Maximum Fun, how about that? That's an example. That's a great uh, thing to celebrate. We ask you to call us and uh, share it with us for our segment, Momentous Occasions. 206-984-4FUN is the telephone number. Or, best way to do it these days, hit up your voice memo app, email it to jjgo at maximumfun.org. It's that easy. JJGO is the initials of our show. Ooh. MaximumFun.org is our website. Mm. Uh, this person did that thing. Brian, press play on the thing that they did. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. Uh, I'm calling because I had a momentous occasion. Today I had a meeting with the chair of my city council and my state representative. I had to bring along my seven-month-old son for various reasons. And when he got hungry, I popped him on the boob, and it was great. And I made some big strides toward uh, getting better OB care for uh, women in my area. Anyway, thanks. Yeah, that's a badass power move. Uh, getting involved yeah, in local government. Yeah. Yeah. With Love it. Dumping them out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Reclaiming her time. Yeah. yeah. Dumping it out, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess she didn't dump out. both of them out. Anyway, a fr- <laughs> how do boobs work? Yeah, how do bo- <laughs> what is boobs? Uh, a friend of mine, a friend of mine from college named Suli. Uh, Suli, her last name now she's married is Saro, S A R O. No, that's not correct. Uh, sorry, uh, <laughs> she she is running. She ran for city council in Long Beach, California, a, a pretty large city here in the yeah. Los Angeles area. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just looked up and saw that she had uh, she had finished, she had placed first. She did not get more than 50% of the vote, so she will be headed to a runoff, but she kicked the shit out of the incumbent who got 30%. She wow, got, cool. She got about 45% Ooh, to, to his 30%. Beach. And I was so pumped that I was like ready to move to Long Beach to take advantage of like patronage jobs. Yeah. I was like, what can I get out of this? Sure. <laughs> I've never known anyone with any power of any kind. You right. could be on the parade council. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. My friend who is a likely city council member in Long Beach. Right. You can litter as you please. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, could... can you get me on the Queen Mary for Ooh, free? Yeah. Hey, that's pretty good. You could, can uh... you get me Aquarium of the Pacific yeah. membership? But you know what? This is also a regional specific thing. You can already get free Aquarium of the Pacific membership or uh, admittance with your L.A. Public Library what, what, card. What? Everybody. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Holy cow. That's where my prom was. Really? Yeah, the Aquarium of the At Pacific. At the Aquarium of the Pacific. Yeah, yeah. Did Mine you go was... to a high school for sharks? Yeah. <laughs> 
on that same note, my prom was at the... Uh, I have a Pixar movie to write. Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> well, my prom was Gotta at the go. California Science Center. Oh, so fun. we can combine forces on yeah, this yeah. and oh, have yeah. it be the botanical and the underwater. Oh, yeah. No, I remember uh, it was... Um... It was a there. There's two things that uh, stood out to me about my prom at the aquarium. One, for some reason, they did not turn the lights on for the fish. So like they they were like, oh, oh no. it's at this it's at this aquarium, but you can't look at the fish. And two, <laughs> you can smell them though. It's like being in Jumbo's clown room. Yeah. <laughs> you can't touch. Yeah, yeah, the now that is a very specific <laughs> local. <room. laughs> that is that is, and also for people that are you know Courtney Love fans, then they'll know her. Sure, uh, people biography. who do the uh, people who do the Courtney Love fantasy tour when they yeah, come to LA. Yeah. I mean, I guide it. Like mm-hmm. I said, I wanted to be a plaid, so it didn't matter. Or what kind? Yeah, Jumbo's Clown Room is a local <laughs> bar slash strip club that's like famously. It's a cabaret bar, technically. Yeah, down down market, but also uh, like uh, uh, fun for everybody. It hip. is hip. Yeah, hip. Um, but yeah, it was. It, but then the second thing I remember is I walked in. First off, my. My mom picked out my prom date because she was afraid. She was afraid. She was like, "You're taking too long to find a she prom date." She picked out your prom date. Yeah, she was afraid. That I thought I you were going to say shoes. No, or no, no, my tie. corsage. No, no. She she found like a family friend to of like for me to take the prom because she was so afraid that I just wasn't going to ask anyone to prom. So she picked out my prom date, and I remember we walked in, and you know we were young, we were kids, and on the dance floor you see kids freak dancing, and um, she. Um, I mean, she, you're there at the aquarium. You're yeah, gonna yeah, get yeah, horny. Yeah, those penguins made for life. Yeah, look at all those fish. They, you can tell they fucking in there. <laughs> yeah, they love it. They're nasty. <laughs> but when they fuck, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's like a screensaver in Windows ninety five. Right. Yes, we all had that famous <laughs> oh, yeah. fucking screensaver. Who hasn't jacked off to a Windows ninety five <laughs> screensaver? Yeah. Flying toasters. Ooh. Yeah, where they going? I don't know. I know Two, where I'm going. Sure. Now. Two yeah. slots. Just yeah. enough. <laughs> For me, it's the maze. The mystery keeps me going. <laughs> Will that ball hit all four corners? It if it does, I can blast. I don't know about you guys, but I just like jacking off to my own name bouncing around. <laughs> <laughs> Julia's computer. <laughs> I've never owned any property. Oh, <laughs> uh, But yeah, no, there are people freaking and she looks at me and points and she's like, well, we're not dancing like that. And, and 17-year-old if he was like, oh man, I thought I was gonna dance like <laughs> that. Jeez, relicers. And then to, to add more drama, a few months later, my sister comes and she was like, I saw your prom date at this house party I was at, and she was totally freak dancing. No, yeah. oh, man. Oh, so she, you yeah. lost her. Have you freak danced in the time in the time that's passed since? Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I've, I'd hate for you not to have ever freaked. I've, I've freaked. That, yeah. It, I mean. It, Anyone in here are, partakes the freak dance, or am I the only one who's in the freak dance? I'm I mean, not, you're, you, I you grew dance. up out here, so yeah. you were you were definitely oh, freak dance. I was jam- a ska dance. kid. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah, I was, but I was definitely of the freak dance yeah, era. Yeah, Do you well. ever freak skank? Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes, that's, that's again another yeah. podcast. That's after dark. Oh <laughs> man! <laughs> if people don't know, but the back of Julia's heels are bloody from all the <laughs> kicking. Right. Yes. Uh, uh, but yeah, no. Let's I, just say she knows how to open up the pit. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and then pick it up, pick it and up, then pick, pick it up. up. Sure, yes. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, that was like a whole huge thing. Is like, um, I remember when I learned how to dance. I was at this party, and it was like they're they're like iffy. You you don't say anything. You go up and start dancing behind someone. And I was like, that feels no, like that shouldn't work. Advice. That, like, it's it. You would think. Yeah. You would think. <laughs> But this is this um what how was that? this was a black party. <laughs> uh, and so like I so for the first few girls I'd be like, Hey, do you wanna dance? And they'd be like, No, and no, and no, and go over there. And I the and then when you would just go up and dance behind and you them. were yeah. you were back, you were you were holding up the wall just going, I just wanna dance. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's actually how I got my first Holy freak dance. Holy shit! I had to go to the bathroom. Elder Barge was in there? <laughs> yeah. And he yeah. left already. He had five Disneyland guides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how I learned. I immediately stopped when I uh, entered um, white spaces. Uh, but right. I, I, but that was the, the it was it was kind of like a thing of like, why are you asking, dork? Like, are, what's wrong with you? Right, right, right. Are all Southern California proms held at science museums? Jordan, was your prom here? Here's a more specific <laughs> question. Sure. Was your prom at the Discovery Cube? God, where was my prom? <laughs> oh, please I, say my the prom Discovery was in, Cube. I think, a very generic Marriott ballroom. Or something. Mm, yeah, that's where yeah, my that's prom was. Yeah, pretty standard. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it was. I mean, we mm. also, I went to two proms, I'm sorry. Oh, wow. uh, the okay. year before me and then my year. Um, but the year before me, I just went with a friend who okay. was older. Um, and that was at like a restaurant owned by Kevin Bacon. So that was how we what went did, off curve. What do they serve there? Well, sausages, <laughs> sausages, ham. No, I, I think it was called like it was in Pasadena. It's called like Twin Palms. It takes, or a, something. It takes a long time for the food to cook because yeah. they only cook it at six degrees. Right. Somebody already there done is. that. Wow. Someone already. All I remember from that experience was that my prom date came with a scroll of songs he wanted to request no and then spent that amount of time with scroll? the DJ. And you know what? He was a better DJ than the DJ. All his songs slapped. He knew he'd been probably to a couple weddings by that point. Sure. And, you know, yeah. We got to get the songs to hey, get you out there. Playlist, Julia, we got to play another call. I just want to let you know me and Jordan went to three po- three proms. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, together. <laughs> can you go ahead and press play? Hi, Jordan, Jesse Go. Um, just wanted to tell you about a momentous occasion that has just happened to me. Um, last week, two of my favourite YouTubers, not naming any names, read aloud fan fiction. I wrote about them. It was surreal. Then today, two of my favourite podcasters, again, not naming any names, discussed it with them on their podcast. This might be the weirdest thing that has ever happened to me. Certainly momentous. Okay, love you. Bye. Love you too. My stepmother Bernie from Belfast. <laughs> so let's let's unpack what happened. <laughs> yeah. So I'm dying. Last now. week's episode featured uh, the handsome YouTube comedy men Rhett yeah. and Link. Oh, Real wow. charisma yes. bomb on our show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just we didn't know what to do. We were like, oh, we're not this genial. Sure. We're not graying this gracefully. Yeah. <laughs> we're not talented. <laughs> <laughs> we, we read through it. It was a roller coaster of emotions. Right. Yeah. Having read The Great Retin Lake. A lot of fun, but a terrific episode. And we discussed. Always great to be in Burbank. Any chance I get yes. to get out there to Burbank and 
just enjoy the gun range, the Ikea, the whole right. nine yards. And the, the aforementioned Chili John's, a Chili great place John's. to fart without judgment. Let's yeah. not forget if we're talking about malls, the Burbank Media Center. It's, <laughs> I almost <laughs> slurred over it. That in the AMC Open Mall. Nice. Anyway, that's, again, another nice podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, because they actually have a Walmart, which you can't really find. Anymore. Oh, that's interesting. I that's know. a good tip. That's where I get all my wolf shirts. And <laughs> that's not a joke. Right. That's a right. very real no, thing. I mean, if I, I want a shirt with a wolf on it. Yeah. That's the first place you're going to look. Um, so we we talked about an episode of their show that they did where they blind read fan fiction about themselves. Sensual fan fiction. Sensual fan right. fiction. And it is a, it was a, it's a harrowing 15 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there, the fan fiction included a, a dog master scenario. Okay. Um, Call a, of the wild. Uh, well, yes, in a way, <laughs> sure. Um, oh. And then, like a male pregnancy scenario, an impreg. Mm. Okay. Um, and something else. Right? Peanut butter fucking. Peanut butter fucking. Yes, of yes. Course. And then peanut butter fucking. Is that the sequel to that Shia LaBeouf movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> listen, it is. Yeah. I said I was yeah. going to go earlier. Now I'm going to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> listen. Let's all go. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm getting a news update. Julia's just been. Elected mayor of Long Beach? <laughs> what? Wow. I swear you were going to say cancel, but what's the difference? <laughs> Let Jesse help you plan the Sublime Day Parade. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> um, so, so I think what we've learned is yeah. that not only was did the person who write the fan fiction see their episode, but then heard our podcast, which begs the question... Where's our nasty fucking fan fiction? <laughs> Caller? Yeah. Why are you doing it about just because the show, their show's better and more popular? I think our listeners have a really good sense of the shape and power of our genitals at this point. <laughs> I think Relative so. Relative power. I mean, I'm not suggesting our genitals are notably powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly mine are not. Sure. Uh, but And mine's just a pager I shoved up my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, it's not even a pager. It's a box of Tic Tacs. That is, you're may, right. You're may right. I ask, though, like, what are you hoping for with this inquiry? Of like, what kind of fan fiction do we you want think you'll get? We want to become a success on the internet, and we know that's one of the pieces. Right, sure, <laughs> right, right, right. We right. know some that... deviant art, yeah, to company. Yeah. Like one hundred percent, there's McElroy incest porn. Oh yeah, right. fanfic. It's got to be. And yeah. where's our where's our fanfic slash fic? We'll fuck whoever. We'll fuck Brian. <laughs> <laughs> if if Brian consents to of it, course, if Brian is okay yeah. with it, then yeah. we will fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be wild if you got canceled from a fanfic that you <laughs> We read what you did. <laughs> we didn't do it. It came from your modem. It came, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. We're ghostwriting our own fan. <laughs> yeah, it's like when Wikipedia goes, uh, uh, uh. Like, yeah. You're using Jay Morris. Four twenty sixty nine is your login. Don't, Julia, don't say my password on the, sorry. on the show. <laughs> anyway, but that's hey, that's a lot. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, and uh, I can only guess that this caller did the peanut butter fucking one. Yeah, yeah. I was only my only disappointment was that this uh, this caller who was obviously Irish mm-hmm. uh, didn't take the opportunity to say. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she was a real fan of the show. Yeah. She would have faked a Ewan McGregor American accent and said, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think she whispered it at the end. She did the dog one. Oh, the dog one. Wow. Dog and master. Oh, a tale amazing. as old as time. But that mm. one co- consummated with, with the dog... I don't remember who was who, who was the dog and who was the master, but but the dog humped the leg of the other one. That right? feels like the most pleasant and buttoned up of the trio. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Relative to the peanut butter fucking? Yeah. yeah. Well, the peanut butter was soft. Peanut butter is peanut messy. Butter. Yeah, it's so messy. It's too much. Yeah, it's but too if you got, a, you got a roommate. You just got to get some of that shop soap with the pumice no. in it. No. It comes right off. No. Sure. You, yeah. you answered too quickly, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me. He thinks the lady doth protest too much. Two zero six nine eight four. He thinks the gentleman has had peanut butter on the dog. Two zero six nine eight four four fun or JJ go at maximumfun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Captain, with an update from the flight deck, we'll be reaching Max Fun Drive on March 16th. That's right on time. As a reminder, Max Fun Drive runs for just two weeks, and it's the best time of year to support the podcasts you love. If you look towards the front, you'll see your favorite hosts with special bonus content and lovely thank you gifts for new and upgrading monthly members. Now, sit back, relax, and catch up on your favorite Max Fun shows now so you can listen to the new episodes releasing March 16th. And thanks again for choosing Maximum Fun. Listen, I'm a hotshot Hollywood movie producer. You have until I finish my glass of kombucha to pitch me your idea. Go. All right. It's called Who Shot Ya, a movie podcast that isn't just a bunch of straight white dudes. I'm Ify Wadiway, the new host of the show and a certified BBN. BBN? Buff black nerd. I'm Alonzo Duraldi, an elderly gay and legit film critic who wrote a book on Christmas movies. I'm Drea Clark, a loud white lady from Minnesota. Each week, we talk about a new movie in theaters and all the important issues going on in the film industry. It's like Guess Who's Coming to Dinner meets Cruising. And if it helps seal the deal, I can flex my muscles while we record each episode. I'm sorry, this is a podcast? I'm a movie producer. How did you get in here? Iffy, quick, start flexing. Bicep, lats, chest. Who shot you? Dropping every Friday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Julie Prescott, I guess I'm Dr. Dorcas, but should I be comedy's camp counselor? Is that something more appropriate? I love Dr. Dorcas. Okay, okay, then I'm keeping Dr. Dorcas. Dorcas. Also, Dr. Dorcas legitimately sounds like a member of the Mighty Mighty Boston. Okay, all right, then I'll take it. I'm Dr. Dorcas. And I'm Iffy, divorce Gundam pilot and streetwear Dorcas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that. It's been a joy to have the two of you on Jordan Jesse Go. Julia, your show Round Springfield used to be it used to be, used to be. a Simpsons recap podcast with celebrity guests. Now it's a Simpsons Insight podcast with Simpsons guests. Yes. 
Who's we, your top Simpsons guest? Oh, all of them are equally on the same shelf, and I'm so grateful to spend time with them. <laughs> <laughs> Good. But only Thank some you. of them are like the voice of Lisa Simpson, for yeah, example. Yeah, that was a particularly good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you haven't listened to the Ardley Smith one, it is such a treasure. She's such a delight. Um, yeah, we've also had, I mean, we just did, I think, our fourth episode with Al Jean, um, who currently runs the show. He did um, three episodes of our previous iteration, and we had a great episode with David X. Cohen talking Futurama. Yeah. Um, Tim Long talked about working on the show for 20 plus years, but then also he um, got a movie made that he wrote last year based on his life which is like winning the lotto on top of winning the lotto on top of winning the lotto um so you talked to us about that and yeah it's just really uh great to do this new iteration of the show and who knew that the best tv show of all time the people that made it also did amazing other things and had interesting stories you know i i had yardley smith on uh, my tv podcast which is not a max fun show so Mm -hmm. people but it's uh it's called inside herman's head Mm -hmm. (laughs) sure yeah yeah, How many episodes did you do? Just did the one with Yardley Smith. Right. I, I couldn't remember who else was on the show. Right, right, right. Yeah, and she was, was the best one. She was the best one. <laughs> I did, then I transitioned to making it a Parker Lewis Can't Lose podcast. Yeah, sure. that's good. And I interviewed the guy from uh, ER who played Ku- Kubiak. That's good. Anyways, tune into my new show, Drexel's Chat, where <laughs> <laughs> chat about Drexel's class. <laughs> Ify, uh, who shot you? What's been going on on Who Shot You lately? Oh, man. Well, you know, I've been... Uh, writing the show so I've been gone but my return is coming and it's yes. going to be hard it's going to be fast mm, and it's wow. going to be yes. loud uh, you're going to get the dumb idiot next to two cr- movie critical geniuses back <laughs> the guy who the same week they'll do some deep cut beautiful film will suggest Sonic the Hedgehog hell so, yeah dogs <laughs> so prepare yourself slaps. oh yeah that movie slaps so hard I was ready I'm ready and you know we, we got some reveals after the credits that have, got me even has hot. everyone yeah. in this room seen Sonic the Hedgehog the movie yeah. I have yes. not as opposed to as a, as a man who who I don't know probably talks about Sonic the Hedgehog once a day <laughs> yeah I have not seen the movie I it's joined- great mm. it's I will say Everyone's having a great time. Yeah. I'm so proud of everyone involved. And there's one sequence in which Jim Carrey dances and you can tell he was having a good time. That part is great. As a confirmed Jim Carrey hater, I genuinely thought uh, Jim Carrey did a great job. He did a great job. Everybody, in fact, in the movie did a great job. Uh, you don't need to go see it, Jordan. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a you know I bet I bet there's a, there's uh, there's there's a date down the line where it's where it's on an HBO or yeah. I see it I see it on the new releases at the Burbank Public yeah. Library that's and good. I'm like you know now's the time to watch Sonic mm-hmm. the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. So. Fall asleep a third of the way in. Mm, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, of course I'll fall asleep because I will have already jacked off. Right, of course. <laughs> you know me. That was implied. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, what if they make tease sure if they tease knuckles for the next one? Ooh, can't roll. Yeah, just I'd, make say, sure I'd save your jacking off for the post credit sequence. Oh, I'm gonna boy. leave it at that. Sure. Depending on how you feel about Okay, I'll say it. <laughs> Lowercase T tails. Whoa. That's a hint. That's a hint. Okay. That's okay. a hint. Okay. Lowercase okay. T tails. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. right, right. Brian Sonny D. Fernandez is our producer on the program. Uh, that's his laugh that penetrates the sound booth. Uh, you can find us on Reddit, MaximumFun.Reddit.com. You can find us on Facebook, just like Jordan Jesse Go, or join the Maximum Fun Facebook group. 
you can find us on the web at MaximumFun.org, on Twitter with the hashtag JJGo. I am at Jesse Thorne. Jordan is at Jordan underscore Morris. Our theme music is Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. Very nice of them. Uh, I'm sure they did not expect us to use it for free for 12 years. Uh, But (laughs) here we are, aren't we? Uh, Next week is the Max Fun Drive, so set your social medias to stun. Let's get it ready. Let's warm it up and Knock it out. Yeah. <laughs> get it warm and get it out of here. It's the most mixed metaphor of all time. Uh, anyway, we love you all very much. Uh, goodbye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.